You have found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to talk about the Bulls attending a workout for Dion Waiters. Who is he? No, we know who he is. We're also going to ask. Ah, come on. <laughs> We're He's not Jordan gonna... Crawford. <laughs> We're also going to ask, Is the have has AK in the Bulls front office set a timeline on its current core considering the deals they gave out this summer? And lastly, we're going to grade the Bulls free agency thus far. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That is Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. But Pat, let's go ahead and get into the topics for today. The Bulls attended a workout for uh, Deion Waiters and apparently uh, Henry Giles as well. Uh, Deion Waiters... (laughs) <laughs> Deion Waiter is a player that at one point in his career shot 40% from three-point range. The Bulls do need three-point shooting. Uh, what do you make of this, Pat? Any, anything? Is a lot to do about nothing? Um, Tells me they're looking, right? You're looking for a vet. I mean, Deion Waiter is only 31 years old. Hasn't played since 2021, it looks like. Last uh, seven games with the Lakers. Okay. Uh, or I'm sorry, 2020, uh, 2019, 2020 season. Last time he played, I don't really know what sent him out of the league either. I mean, listen, he was a guy who could, he always had something to score. do with, with a lack of skill. He could just have something a little bit. Well, I mean, he always was a guy that could score. You know what I mean? I don't know what role they were asking him to play on, on that Lakers team. Um, but even over with the Lakers, he was able to put up 12 points a game put up 15 points a game relatively with the heat. The three point shooting kind of is what stuck out to you on that Miami team, uh, especially that first season, but 40%, 39.5. I guess I'll give it to him only one time. Um, and outside of that, you're talking about thirties. You're talking about 37%. Also a guy who dealt with a little bit of injury. I, he put up 12 <laughs> points for the Lakers on 10 and a half shots per game. That's Bro, get you get you 130 Ross, million in Houston. Terrence <laughs> Ross is right there, bro. He's right bro, there. I'd rather hey. sign him over Deion Waiters. Come on, bro. get you 130 million in Houston, bro. I'm bro, telling he's, you. <laughs> you, you got you in this Dylan Brooks narrative, bro. That is funny. oh, it ain't even Dylan Brooks. I'm talking about Fred Van Vliet. Uh, oh, come on now, bro. Fred come, Van come on, bro. a lot better than Fred. Deion Fred, Fred take a lot of shots to miss a lot of shots. <laughs> I mean, but he's still a lot better than Deion Waiters. It's just a younger version. But at the end of the day, I just, um, I mean, listen, I I don't know what he's going to bring to the Bulls. I I think that this is just kind of them looking around to see if there's anybody out there who still can can provide, who's, you know, trying to make a comeback into the league. We see players do this all the time. So I'd rather have Deion Waiters than uh, than Harry Harry Giles any day, though. So I mean, Harry Giles is is a non-starter. We're like it's just if the Bulls sign Harry Giles, it's like we added big man depth. I'd be like, yeah, can Marco come back? <laughs> All the way over in Serbia, please. We miss can you. y'all. Please uh, just bring Marco he's, he's back. Been, what he's is happening? He's been gone here? for three days. He's gonna play probably less than Marco did. Um, but no, nah, I just 
I'm not even gonna get to put him in and get dunked on, bro. I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know what to make of this. Like, it was such a random tweet to see today. A Dion Waiters tweet is not what I thought was gonna come across my timeline today. Nobody I, I, did. Is there a season? I, and here's the funny thing, right? I'm just trying to find a season in here where I'm like, yeah, he did that. Like, it's that one year with the Heat. That's it. That first year where you were like, wait a oh, second. Deion Waiters has a ring. He was on the Lakers championship team. This is an NBA. So let's put some let's put some respect on his name. You mean to tell me that the Bulls wanted to work out with NBA champion Deion Waiters, Pat? Come on, man. Put some respect on that man's name, bro. Come on. Hey, Deion Waiters might have a couple of rings, bro. If he got one with the Lakers, I think he also has one with the Cavs. What years did the Cavs win the title? 15, right? No. Can't be. Well, you did the cat. No, Golden State. That, yeah, that was the year that they must have lost the finals. Look how many rings Deion Waiters got, man. I, ain't, I don't know. I, I mean, listen, it don't matter. It doesn't change the player. Yeah, that, that was today. so. That <laughs> was the year that, that that Golden State beat the Cavs four to two in the finals. So no, he does not have two. Rings. Okay, all right, one. cool. I was gonna say, I was like, Deion Waiters, my man. If he had just stuck around one more year, but LeBron probably traded him. Uh, it happens, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch your back out there. I don't know, man. Like, here, l- let me ask you this, right? It outside of a Dion Waiters, is there somebody out there that you're looking at that maybe had a name in the past or any, right? Like, I always hear, like, technically, I guess Rondo hasn't officially retired, even though he's coaching now. Somebody brought Rondo up. Like, is there, is there anybody out there that you're like, hey, man, maybe he's just a point guard that got something left in him? No. <laughs> just bring back my dude io bro like let's stop playing out here man like it, it, it Dion waiters bro like this is where we are right now well here's this is where thing. we are io's up the io though the qo <laughs> is out there yeah the, the qualifying offer is out there uh but i think ultimately like the qualifying offers is just to retain their rights like you can offer them a long-term deal so, I ain't offering I a long-term deal right now, though. Oh, I am. Three years at $4 million each? I'll give you that. Three years, $4 million, million each is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's you what we got that for a $12 million deal. $12 million dollar contract, bro. What you mean? Hey, hey, calm down there, Scotty Pippen. Wait, wait, uh, hey, listen. No, see, Jerry would be like, listen, we got we got a five-year veteran minimum deal for you, I.O. Take this deal. I Now, I wouldn't take it. But take this deal. <laughs> I wouldn't take this deal at all, Io. But you ain't got a lot of options. You about to be out the NBA. Here's the wild part, right? Are you surprised, right? Because we talked about Io. We talked about Javante. Are you surprised how many people that the Bulls fans value the rest of the NBA just does not seem to care that much about? Because it's not like we've heard. We've really like I I saw the list of like best free agent guards left available. And Io is high on that. And Io is on that list, but the only team we've heard about even interested in him is the Toronto Raptors. And that was a rumor. Um, <laughs> here's what I'll say, bro. It's, it, it happens all the time, bro. It happens like for example, it happens with all Chicago teams. Look at the Bears. Look at how many of those one-year deals that Ryan Poles gave out to players who are not getting any type. They're still free agents for the Chicago Bears, right? That's just, it's that type of year, bro. Al-Kadim Muhammad out here, bro. Al-Kadim Muhammad, bro, that dude was terrible. Uh, but yeah, man. No, I mean, listen, I'd rather them try to sign Jordan Crawford. Dang. I mean, I don't know why the straight came in. I mean, Jesus. 
I'd rather him try to sign Jamal if we just go in and do they used to be in the league. What no, Jared Smith got going on? Seriously, so here's here's I do want to present this serious question. I know we're having fun with this topic, but all jokes aside, considering you know the Bulls are trying to get into like, do you think if if as a bucket off the bench, Christian Wood has not gotten rumored for any deals. If it gets close to training camp, Christian Wood's still out there. He's willing to take a one-year, five, six million dollars for basically the remaining of the mid-level exception. Would you bring in Christian Wood for that for one year? Christian Wood, that's fine. I'm I, I don't mind Christian Wood. Here's the thing: you just got to know what you're getting on the other end. When here's here's my thing that that I hate about all fan bases, but I will talk about the Bulls fan base because this is locked on Bulls, but about all fan bases, to be honest with you. We'll get Christian Wood in here. Christian Wood will be exactly what Christian Wood is, and Bulls fans will sit here and complain to me that, oh, my God, Christian Wood is a terrible defender. You have to deal with people with knowledge. <laughs> when mugs sit here and they're like, Vooch is awful in the pick and roll, I just say, go watch his Orlando tape. And you show me the moment that he was dominant in pick and roll. I feel the same way about Christian Wood. Can he go out there off of the bench and give me 20 points and 10 rebounds? We know he can. But he's such a bad defender that nobody wants him. Now, so um, you just got to deal with that. Yeah. And I, and you know what? Christian Wood is a player that I literally look to and people are like, Marco was never an NBA player. I'm like, listen. Marco don't play defense worse than Christian Wood does. That's all I'm gonna say. On he that might. One. I'm not gonna lie to you. Christian Wood. <laughs> Christian Wood still averaged like two blocks did, a game, don't he? He had. And Christian Wood had a season where he averaged two and a half blocks per game, which is bananas, bro. Hey, and here's the thing. It, but see, this is my thing with Christian Wood too. You also have to know how to hide a player like that. You need a defensive system that can hide a player like that. Because if you have a system that allows a player like that to be protected on the defensive end, then you get the two blocks a game and he's not just getting cooked every single play. The problem is we're probably throwing him out there with a guy like Andre Drummond, which yes, Andre Drummond is a little bit better of a on ball defender, definitely a good rim protector, but mm -hmm. it still ain't, you know, like I don't want to see Andre Drummond one-on-one -on -one with nobody either. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Bulls have – it looks like they're going to shape up to have some options for them uh, here at the back end of free agency if they decide to use the rest of their mid-level exception, if they disabled player exception comes through. And we'll see. Just please, God, do not use it on Dion Waiters. That's all I can say with it. <laughs> you already know the second we post this pod, it's going to be – I know, Chicago bro. Bulls I'm going to be, Dion be highly upset. But uh, for, the, for the $10 million disabled player. Exception. Oh, God. No, no, that, no, that, that, that's, that's literally we right. We right. I will quit this podcast. bro. Like if I hear that the Chicago Bulls gave their full $10 million disabled player, I'm quitting. Like, don't even worry about it. I'm quitting. You got it. Because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, bro. I'm not doing it. They're going to they go come into the next episode. It's going to be like, uh, welcome in to Locked Door Bulls. Remember the Locked Door Podcast Network. I'm all alone. <laughs> I miss my friend. <laughs> Bro, yeah, because that's bad. That's It's bad and ugly. Uh, but next up, we're going to be talking. Oh, bad man. And bad ugly. and ugly. Next up, we're going to be talking about have the, has the front office unofficially put a timeline on the Chicago Bulls core? But before we get into that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is I. Boda. It's officially summer and a new season means new clothes, but your closet shouldn't be the only thing growing when you make these purchases. Now you can also watch your cash back grow with each purchase with Ibota. Ibota gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can make sure you're, you're, uh, 
betting uh, inflation, uh, beating inflation, no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after uh, you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns 120 per year that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, or you can use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't am amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code Locked On when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCKED. That's Ibotta in the Google Play Store, I-B-O-T-T-A, or the App Store and use code LOCKED. All right, Pat. The Bulls this summer have gotten all team-friendly deals. Every deal has been very team-friendly, but it's none have been longer than three years. When you look at Vooch, three years. Kobe, three years. Javon right. Carter, two years. Uh, Torrey Craig, a, a one plus one. Um, when you look at this situation, have the Bulls kind of unofficially giving a timeline on the score? Keep in mind, the Bulls' last first-round pick that they owe out is in 2025 to the San Antonio Spurs in the signing trade that got us DeMar DeRozan. But after that, it's free and clear. So if the Bulls were to look to go younger or to blow up this core, not necessarily blow up the entire roster, but that may be what they're eyeing as maybe their time to make a serious pivot. Zach Levine will be 30 by then uh, to, to change the direction of the roster if they feel like it's not going the way that they want. What do you think about that, Pat? I think the timeline is shorter. Uh, I think oh. that we could be talking about this season being a real pivot season. Um, because at the end of the day, listen, the, if Zach Levine doesn't show you that he's going to take a step this season, which I don't expect him to be leaps and bounds better than we've seen him be, but right. Like if he does to me, if he doesn't show you, he's going to take a step as a number one option or as a leader of this team, this season, you're spinning your wheels, not to say that you want to get worse, but unless you feel like you're going to be able to go out and find your number one, this is probably a real last run it back effort with this core. And I think what goes into that is you got a bunch of dudes. Yeah. The, the three years is cool, but those are just team friendly contracts to me. Yeah. I, I can move Kobe white on a three-year deal. I can move Nikola Vucevic on a three-year deal. It's a lot harder to move those guys on five-year deals, right? Zach Levine's deal. I, I keep telling people, everybody's like, Oh my God, he's a max player. Y'all got to stop saying words and start looking at the numbers. When you look at max players out here, y'all realize how much money freaking Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum are about to get, right? <laughs> like yeah. y'all realize how much money people are spending on players in the NBA. Damian Lillard is about to make $60 million in two years. <laughs> like, Max player and the actual money spent are not the same thing. And so Zach Levine's contract. To just put contract. that in perspective as well, like Zach Levine and Fred Van Vliet are basically making the same exact thing next season. And one of them can shoot above 40% from the actual field. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not Fred Van Vliet. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm not getting off. This man made $130 million. He shoot like 30. What's he shoot? 39% from the field for his career. <laughs> If I don't that, know. I'll look it up. Give me a second. Fred, I'll, I'll Fred, fact check on Fred that from the field is not good, bro. From three, it's still ain't good, but it's a little. It, 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 no, it's just Fred Van Vliet for his career is a forty percent shooter from from the field, a thirty seven percent shooter from three point range. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. 
You're so dramatic. Bro. I can do without it. Yeah. I can do without it. Muzz was so excited to get Fred Van Vliet. I was like, have y'all seen these percentages? Didn't he shoot? No, he shot 34% last season or 35% last season. Something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, he shot terribly last yeah, season. Yeah, so last yeah. season he shot 39% from the field. From, but he shot 16 shots to average 19 points per game. Yeah, yeah, that ain't it, bro. That yeah. ain't it. Hey, you know what that can that you know what? Deion Waiters at five million dollars can get you that. But uh I think uh to me, when I look at this, when I look at what this Bulls team realistically has moving forward. I see a team that is in a state of transition if you don't start seeing success from your younger players. I don't even think Zach Levine is the end-all, be-all on all of this, right? If Patrick Williams doesn't take a step, if you don't see something from Daylon Terry, if, if Kobe White doesn't show you consistency in a season, I, I think you're you're asking yourself, okay, realistically, you're going back and looking at the draft and you're saying we've missed on every pick to this point. You missed on Marco. P. Will looks like a guy. That's fourth overall. Um, and there's he a lot of players. Like a, guy. <laughs> a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and there's and there's players behind him that are really, really good players right now. Yeah. One plays in Indiana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Kobe White wasn't on there, uh, isn't on AK, but I mean, like, you haven't developed them since that time either. He's gotten a little bit better. The handle's definitely improved. I just I, I think you have to start looking at your first four or five drafts or what is what would this be? Your first four drafts and say, hey, uh, we've missed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And uh, when you look at our picks and who the Orlando Magic got with our picks, man, boy, could we use a Franz. A Franz Wagner Ragnar right now would could drastically change the Chicago Bulls. Totally. Fran, Franz Wagner next to Nikola Vucevic is the is literally what we're looking for. Bro, it's it's bananas, right? Bro, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally like, what we're looking for. Like, bro, just imagine that. Like, it's just uh, but the Bulls wouldn't have picked him anyway. I don't I don't know who they would have picked at that point, but they wouldn't have picked him. I and that's the tough part, right? It's like I kind of feel that way, or they wouldn't have played him. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's the part for me with this Bulls team that that frustrates me so much is your timeline to me is based on what these young guys can do, but you're also not putting these young guys in a position to do that. Yeah. I, and and that's the thing, right? Like this team went win now. And I understand that. And I know everybody says, well, they decided to go win now. Like, guess what pop did for so long? He went, win win now. And he still developed players along the way. They still developed a Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, Kawhi Leonard. They still developed those players along the way of being able to compete. And I'm not saying that Patrick Williams should have been getting 20 shots per game, but guess what? He, he could have, you could have developed him a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and so ultimately I think the bulls have to work on those things, man. They got things that they need to work on uh, to help up the ceiling. But you know, that quote came out today. I can't remember who made it, but like, yes, Patrick. Oh no, it was something that Mark Eversley said when he was interviewed during the summer league game that they are looking for Patrick Williams to make a leap to help, to help this team this year. And you're not wrong for that, right? The third year leap didn't happen. Can we get the fourth year leap? You you missed most of your rookie seasons. I mean, your uh, sophomore season. season. Yeah. So now can you get that for us, right? Like see, that's that's the part to me where why I think that there is the question mark on when are you going to actually I shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to force you to be that guy, right? Like at the end of the day, once Kawhi started getting shots, nobody had to force Kawhi to take shots. But that's the thing though. They did have to they had to run things for him so he could start feeling comfortable. It's difficult to just say, "Hey, I know your nature is to not take a bunch of shots. We're going to wait for you to start taking shots. 
Yeah. Pop explained it in the best way that I've ever heard it explained. He explained it as, as building Legos. You add something. And then when you see how that how they handle that, you add a little bit more. And yeah. then by then, you're able to take the reins off. What we're seeing Billy Donovan basically do is be like, go out there and figure it out. All right, coach. Uh, cool. All right, that's not what we need you to do. Sit back down. Yeah. But I think even with that, right, like Kawhi first three years has taken nine shots a game, but he's knocking down yeah. five of them. You know what I mean? Like that that's yeah. what we're looking for from P. Will on a consistent night. Like P. Will, yeah, he got more shots last season, right? And he started not, but it was just like, okay, like, dog, like I see you taking shots, but like, why you can't hit this little floater that we saw you cashing out in all Listen, these practice that, that, videos? I just in the knew that little that little push floater oh, was man. gonna turn into a weapon for him. It did yeah. not. It turned it into a weapon all. against it. <laughs> all <laughs> weapons formed against us did prosper. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, know, man. I don't know. Uh, next up, we're going to be talking about the free agent grade so far for the Chicago Bulls, man. Uh, but I do want to remind you guys that Locked on Bulls is free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube. Make sure you go out and support Locked on Bulls every day. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes as well. It helps podcast grow now pat with that said we're about to talk about these free agent grades so far but before we do that i got i need you to explain something brother let's do it i need you to explain something i want to know i want to know Bro, when I tell you, I bro, you don't know how much you know how like you can lift somebody's spirit and not even mean to, bro. When I tell you, I saw that on the night where I was like, man, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I don't want to be bothered, bro. Let me scroll. Let me scroll through Instagram, bro. I saw it and I was like, bro, my mood was astronomically better out of that. I gotta thank you for helping improve my mood, bro. One of these kids almost got strangled before you before I saw that, bro. I'm not gonna lie, hey, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was just acting stupid because I was like, I was sitting there trying something I had never tried before, bro. I almost burnt the house down. I'm pretty sure I almost poisoned myself making that bag. Like, bro, first off, the omelet was phenomenal. Try that out. It looked fire. Like, yeah. And most was sitting there. They was like, isn't it easier to make it in a in a frying pan? I was like, bro, like, I can pre-make this. Like, I can literally make this Bag up, up put it in the refrigerator, put it in drop the it one morning, go brush your teeth, come back and get it before you leave. Yeah. I Banging some Whitney Houston in a minute, but banging some Whitney Houston is crazy. I mean, I've done it, but uh, <laughs> you know, not now. It's tough, but uh, you know, I, nah, that was uh, that was just me being absolutely silly and idiotic because <laughs> I thought I was gonna burn the house down. So I was just trying to like, you know, when you you know what that dance was? That was like I was completely unsure if any of this was gonna work, and I was like, <laughs> I need to do something because I'm terrified right now. <laughs> I'm gonna mess up my wife. Pop. You had you had you had to work your own nerves out there for a second, bro. I feel you, man. I feel you. That was funny. Oh, I, I, yeah, I gotta thank you for that video, That's bro. I'm good. not gonna lie to you, man. Uh, but with that said, let's get into these free agent. <laughs> What's Tony Brothers doing? Hey, he the, tech, the dance, the design, the tech. That's on me. I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh man, so. What what great? What when you look at what the Bulls have done so far? I think me and you have been high on, on the value of the contracts that they've given out. We've liked the players for the most part that they've brought in. And you know, hopefully more is coming uh down the way for the Chicago Bulls. But what's your grade on them so far in free agency? This is C, C plus. Get a solid C plus. J- okay. Because 
you just did the necessity. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not like they made the move that, to me, makes them an NBA champion. It's not like they made the move that I think gets them to the top three in the Eastern Conference. Not maybe, right? Like, I mean, it's like I pointed out. When when they've got a point guard, a legit point guard, they have a 61% win percentage. 61% probably gets you top three or four in the Eastern Conference. But it's also yet to be seen, right? Like, the Javon, the Javon Carter move to me seems solid. Bringing back Vooch is solid. Bringing back Kobe is just logical because he actually started to show you something. Why get rid of him now? Yeah. Which is something most Chicago teams don't do. Um, and I I mean, like, I, I've told y'all, I'm more impressed by what we did off the court with adding in a player development guy and a shooting coach Great points. Than I am by what we've done on the court. Because my issue with the Chicago Bulls is not what we needed to add. It's what the heck we need to develop. And my God, we got we now literally have six players on our team under 25. Like great points. What what are you gonna somebody's gotta learn how to play? We don't even know if these must could be role players. So you gotta <laughs> fix that to me. Like, I mean, come on, though. I feel I feel where you're coming from on that. And I think that, you know, what the Bulls have done, they've they've added some young talent as well. I don't want to overlook that in the free age. Like, I think going out and getting Julian Phillips, if you saw that as a guy that you need and you feel like you can develop, cool. But we got to see you actually develop him, right? You gave up two second-round picks, which, okay, cool. You traded second-round picks, but, like, we got to stop giving up stuff for people that don't turn into anything or for them to turn into something. You have to invest in their future. So yeah. I, hope that, I hope that that's what we see now. Like, a new head of player development, love it. I love that you're, you're putting that 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 spotlight on player development. But if it doesn't net you something, and and actually one of these players develop, like if Julian Phillips, you can get him back to to, to shooting that shot, uh, and 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 with his what he can bring defensively, you can legit legitimately turn him to a three and D guy. Yeah. Hey, listen, I think the world of that if you can actually do it, and and if this was like the Spurs, the Heat, the the Raptors, I'd be like, okay, cool, they're probably gonna do that. We're the Chicago Bulls. You can't bet on player development here yet. You ain't showed us nothing. Yeah. And and I think here's the thing, right? Like, even with a guy like Julian Phillips, how many of that guy are we going to get? 15 more of them? <laughs> I mean, Doug, like, it, what, how much of a difference is Patrick Williams to Dale and Terry to Julian Phillips from DJJ to, oh. like, they're very, they're very different players. Now they do have similar physical ma- makeups, but they are all very different. Like the 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 development path that they all can go on is like a branch. They may all start off at the same root, but like they can go very different ways with the skill sets that they have. But the fact of the matter is, again, it goes back to because we can't trust them to develop, we see them all as being the same exact guy. So like, well, that's also how they utilized. I mean, what's Patrick Williams for us? Three and D. <laughs> I mean, what was DJJ for us? A little no, three? No, nah, DJ wasn't no three. He was he was D and block hey, shots. Hey, like, DJJ had them. Th- he had that corner three. See, the problem was they kept telling him take that top of the key three, and that was horrible. <laughs> bro, that corner three. That was little good corner for, three. That corner three was good for about two weeks each season, bro, and then, hey, then it fell off. Hey, yeah. Like he was like, I got I, every season. It's like I got two weeks of this three point shooting. Thing, hey, when I give it to you, that's on y'all. But hey, listen, whoa, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, Zion quotes be coming in here. Every day, <laughs> Does Zion quotes just be dropping in? Just be dropping, uh, 
But I mean, like Julian Phillips right now, like he's a player that we look at as, hey, is this guy going to be three and D? You know what I mean? Like, it, or is he going to be more than that? But I, at a minimum coming in, you just hope the three develops. Like, so for me, it, you have to find a way to turn these players into something. I love taking a swing. I'm not going to lie to you. For any Bulls fan that's upset that the Bulls went out and did something in, by drafting, trading back into the second round, I, I, I don't know. What you, like, you got to take swings at guys. Now, I'd have rather took a swing at Imani Bates. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, a lot of people share that, though. They wish that the, that the swing would have been Imani Bates. And, I mean, I understand, especially, listen, I know, and I know Bulls fans, that summer league game that he had, he would drop 21 points in summer league game. I knew it was going to be Bulls fans were going to Bulls fan, and it was going to be, oh, we we did it again. We yeah. missed again. But let's wait and see how the career turns out. But, uh, yeah, man, I think people forget, too, that Michael Beasley looked way better than Derrick Rose in the summer league that they played. But you got to see how that career is going to go overall. Yeah, he did look way better. Yeah, considerably better. He did like, look way better. Derek it wasn't looked just bad a little in summer bit. league almost. Yeah. yeah, Derek almost looked bad in summer league a little bit. He had one yeah. game where he was cooking. Yeah, it was one game. Matter of fact, I think we played against Michael Beasley. It was like the second game, and Beasley yeah, yeah, blocked yeah. Derek Rose's shot. And I remember Bulls fans. Did we do it wrong? Man, hey, look at how I, that went. That that listen. If you're taking anything from summer league, you you wild. <laughs> the, <laughs> bro, the I tell people that all bro, the time. Bro, Muzz out here taking stuff from summer league, crazy, bro. Like, bro, and they, hey, and they Wimby was a Wimby was it. a bus for eight hours, bro. For eight <laughs> hours, bro. Eight hours. He was a complete bus. And then look, now look, y'all, y'all, right y'all, back. calm now. I don't know, man. I just uh, I I do feel like Imani Bates is gonna be one of those players that we look back on and we go, wow. Uh, could have had that guy. and I, But I, it doesn't mean that I think that Julian Phillips is also going to be one of those guys that is a miss, right? Like, the only time a guy's a miss is if your guy also missed. That's true. That's You true. don't feel that bad if you're like... That's a great point. You know, like, how many players probably went behind... Name any guy that, like, was it's a like, star? It's, like for this, it's just like this. Yes, the Portland Trailblazers tripped on drafting Bowie, whatever his name was. Sam Bowie. But... The Houston Rockets don't look at the dream and be like, hey, we wish we would have got MJ. They might. They I might. don't think they so. Might. Hey, hey, listen, I think you love Hakeem. Right, listen, listen it's a I lot do love easier. Hakeem. I it, love Hakeem, bro. It's like, a lot easier to stomach because you got two rings out of it. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, that's a fair now, point. If that's you, a fair if you point. don't, if you don't get point. the two rings, right, you like, ah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we could <laughs> you have think, Michael. Wait, will, people be, will people be saying that the dream was a bust if he didn't get two rings? Is that what we're saying here? Nah, I, not I a think, bust, but do you think I people think, would be? I think bust is such a new thing, though, right? Like, we think Charles Barkley is as... Literally one of the best players to ever touch a basketball. Still Absolutely. to this day. Absolutely. And he didn't get a ring. He got to a finals, right? The same way that we talk about, if we talked about players the same way now that we talked about mugs back then, there would be so much more respect among the NBA communities for oh, like people's state. Because like the fact that people can look at a guy like Russell Westbrook and be like, oh, he's he's a terrible basketball player. He's, not, he's never been good. Like imagine how uh, fans nowadays will look at Clyde Drexler. I, I say, think about this. Imagine how fans would look at all their mugs that, like, at the end of their career when they was old and busted, went to other teams and was still, like, the number one option on them team. Like, Chuck on, like, Houston at the end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you sit there, you're just like, oh, my God. Like, this man's 110 years old trying to do it. But Muzz would be killing him like he was 15. Still, like, he was year two in the NBA. Like That's funny. 
it's a different time, man. So I, I don't even know how we got here, but shout out to this. Yeah, I came Elijah one. That's how we got here. Uh, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. And, uh, you know, tip your waitresses. I don't know. I got nothing. It's late. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all go check out more Pat dancing because I'm sure it's, it's bound to pop up at some point in time. Uh, but <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And make sure you guys uh, continue to check out Locked on Bulls. We're going to be free and available every day, dropping everyday content, even during the dead part of the offseason. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls. And guess what? We about this month. Peace, y'all. Peace. Hey, we got an actual game to talk about tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's true.